because I was it's been a really chill day it's like how the fuck am I gonna psych myself up and then I saw that you rearranged the playlist and I played it while I was getting ready and did other things while I was getting ready so now I'm all psyched up oh I'm psyched I just started <laughs> I just started recording so I'm such an idiot um <laughs> <laughs> so for those just tuning in um oh my god we started off you with missed quite an intro yeah quite an intro <laughs> Um, that was Casio by Jungle. Thanks to my good friend, Douglas Begwin. Uh, we went and had lunch. And then uh, as I dropped him off back at his office, he was like, hey, before you go, I need you to listen to this. And I was like, oh, okay. And uh, he put that on. And I was like, damn. That's groovy, man. Um, I played that and said that was a song that you added to the playlist. And Chelsea was like... I really don't understand, Chris. Sometimes <laughs> I'm an enigma, dude. Did you? Did you, you are not an notice? enigma. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But they're on a left field with that one. They're from London. Uh, it's I guess neo soul or modern modern soul. Um, it's kind of interesting the way they talk about being a group because it's it's a pretty large group of people, uh, mainly uh, headed up by headed up by two people. But they're really emphasizing on collective energy and wanting to get people involved. And so I can mm-hmm. imagine their live shows are pretty nuts. More like BDE, got that big dick energy. Yeah, rocking massive dick energy. Mm. MDE. Mm. So. Yeah, so good call, Mister What Begwin. Does yes, that right? Doug. Mr. Doug. Thanks, thanks, Doug. One of my best dudes. He's great. So yeah, man, so much music. I went in hot with Jungle. Yeah, a song called Casio. So much music. Mainly I, by you. I didn't know we were well, going that long. I, well, I know. I, I'm sorry. I, 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 was, I probably would have added more, but I was like, I'm okay. sorry. I was many. I was meaning to uh, narrow it down, but this is how I narrowed it down to where these songs. So. <laughs> um, yeah, man. What have you been up to? What? Oh, what, oh you told me uh, you were going to tell me what shirt. Oh, by the way, cheers. Ah, cheers, mate. Salud. Prost. Uh yeah, you asked while we were getting started. It's my brand new hundredth long sleeve shirt that I am super in love with. I don't think you can see it. No, it's a pretty pretty design. I like that. Um, hang on, check out the back. Oh, nice. I think it says like "Open Mind Spirit" something on the back. It's pretty sweet. I just I literally just got it in the mail. I like it. I'm super soaked on that. Been listening to a ton of hundredth. I didn't put it on here because we've talked about them. They don't have anything new, but mm. man, I've been jamming some hundredth. So I can't you just, remember. Did you say you, just you just did just... like them? What's that? No. I was trying to remember because I thought, I know it was one of the bands I thought I showed you that I didn't, that Still, I found. Is that, yeah, that's the one with the green, green, uh, yes, cover, ir- iridescent. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. think I said I liked it. Uh, mainly the, I think there was shoegaze elements, if I was yes. right. Yeah. So I dug the shoegaze elements. Um, I didn't, was it the vocals? There was something about no, it. I, I like, think it was maybe, I remember the, maybe you it was the vocals. saying, oh, you thought I would like it because it is shoegazy. But, but I, okay, so like as much I, I think as I, I mean, I think I, I would have guessed you would have liked that more than Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an but enigma. Jungle's pretty badass. <laughs> you are an enigma. Um, no, I, I, I remember listening to the record and enjoying it. I just don't. I think I was being a little critical with it. Uh, you know, analyzing it a little more deeply. You than critical? No. <laughs> <laughs> that seems odd. Yeah. Odd character. Yeah. What's What's up with Chris? He seems so so critical. <laughs> Said no one. Usually, really easy to please. (laughs) (laughs) These conversations are usually a breeze. (laughs) Oh, Lance, I miss you, buddy. I miss you too, dude. Next week, too, dude. Yes. Next week, from when we're recording this, I shall be in your lap, sir. Well, you'll probably be gone by now on that Sunday at this time, but you would have already been in my lap. Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah. Oh my God, yes. We're gonna go see. Ah. Some, well, of the, some of the best bands. We're going to see Me Without You and Thrice. Yes, sir. 
And I'm going to use this as a segue into my first song on the Ooh, playlist. Ooh, girl. Because the opener. Get it going. Wait, are they? The, I think they are the first opener. I think there's well, a, it wasn't there there's drug a church? fourth in the middle. Yeah, that drug church is yeah. after them before Me Without You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But before we watch Drug Church, Me Without You, and Thrice, we get to see our, our boys, Holy Fawn. Yes, sir. And Fucking. They, de- they decided to drop this these gold nuggets of a EP. Was that late January, I think? It's been about a month, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think it was late January. It was so unexpected. And it's Very just, it's, like you said, it's just like a little little nugget, three songs. Uh, it's really one interlude. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Black Moon. And it's, this is candy. God damn, the song, dude. Does it, does the, okay, as amazing as this song is, I was curious, did you hear Darkstone in it? A little bit. I think it was probably written in the same time frame yeah. as Death Spells. Um, I I do feel like yeah. It sounds like it for sure could have been on Death Spells. Yeah. Um, but I you know I can I can hear that. Uh, what I really wanted to hear though uh, on this song specifically, Candy, was just more of it. <laughs> I know. It's like so it's when this damn good when the snare comes in, like fuck the energy that it builds, and then it just kind of dies out after it's it's a five and a half minute or five, over almost six minute song, so it's not short, yeah. but. It just it, before you know it, the end of the song has already come, and it's like fuck, you know. I, I keep repeating that song. That's very true. I f- I really feel like I felt like that for the whole EP. I think I initially put uh, Blood Packed on uh, first. Yeah, I think you did, and I was like, oh, I gotta put on Candy. This candy's just so tasty. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, it's, I no, I remember. I think it was. Bl- I mean, you told me. Um, I had seen that they released it, and I was like, okay, that's that's in the back of my head. I'm gonna definitely check that out. Um, but I didn't check it out until you actually text messaged me and said, holy shit. So then I you put it on, a bitch. I put it on immediately and I was blown immediately. Away. So yeah, I hope, I really hope they open their set with this. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to play anything from it. Oh, they'll do they're for sure. That's, that's why I figured they probably did drop a th- a little three song EP with something, something new to, for the tour. Yeah. To support, uh, yeah. Oh man, so, yeah. I'm so stoked. I think they're for sure. That'll be my guess. Is they either open with this or Darkstone? I'm sure it's going to be this though. Yeah. Uh some of the reactions I've been seeing from people that go to see them have been fucking awesome. So it's translating not just from the shows we see here locally, but obviously bigger stage. Dude, I'm just excited to see them on a bigger stage because the only time I saw them Yeah, that was the only time. Was when you and I went to Rebel. Yeah. Uh what that was for the. Was that for the, the uh, uh, this album patch release? of sky? Yeah, it was their album release with this patch of sky. That was really. Uh, we talked about it before. That was a little yeah. disappointing. It wasn't exactly what I saw when I first saw them, and I mean, yes. I still got goosebumps. But um, yeah, when shit was working, yeah. <laughs> which wasn't their fault. It was yeah. fucking Rebel Lounge's fault. Yeah, 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 yeah. It happens. It happens. But look <sighs> at them now. I'm so look happy. at them now, baby. Um, super Moving stoked to up. to go out there and represent AZ. Yeah, super stoked for that show. Um, and then, of course, me without you, man. Mm. Oh, that that uh, podcast you sent me. Uh, oh yes, the interview. Um, yeah, let's uh, carry that. C- carry the fire, right? Is the podcast name? Carry. Yeah, that's it. I was trying to look up the name. Carry the fire, and it's Dustin Kindrew's podcast, the lead singer of Thrice. Yeah. And yeah, his latest episode is with Aaron Weiss uh, from Me Without You front man for me without you so it's super interesting i mean it's barely any music it's really it's seen that's actually the only episode i've listened to so far but from what i gather i think i just realized no i was good um from what i gather it's more of dustin dustin's always been like a very spiritual religious guy so it seems like it's just conversations centered around like the deep questions of the universe. Yeah, I always feel like I got Getting that from perspectives. from Dustin with his lyrics. There was some type of um, I I don't know, like maybe not a connection between me without you and Thrice, but lyrically there seemed to be somewhat of a a similar outward look on the world. You know, mm-hmm. um, maybe yeah, not f- maybe not like uh, their their writing style were sim was similar at all, but um, the the I guess the subjects they'd write about. So hearing them both kind of talk about uh religion um you know spirituality how they treat other people um they both have that uh 
roomy yeah. uh, poem that they both have written songs off of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Julia is the song from the Last Me Without You album. Yeah, um, and I mean, it was super interesting just hearing Aaron. Like, he's not, like, I've always had this idea of where he is. Like, I guess I just fucking placed him in a box or something. You know, <laughs> like, the box that oh. I had back when I was in high school. You know, like, I still kind of picture him as that person, but. Seem, seems out of character for you to do. <laughs> Again. <laughs> yeah, um, you are just, like, a, a huge enigma. It's, what it's, are you going to do next? Who knows? Yeah, You're so- yeah. But uh, <laughs> um, it was just really interesting hearing him talk about those things, you know, the things he once believed and um, yeah, kind of hearing him enter this new part of his life, you know, how he was talking about wanting to get into uh, teaching um, and kind of leave behind the the kind of band living thing. I mean, he even mentioned that, like, I don't want to give the whole thing away, but he even mentioned that he quit the band like long before well, they he- actually called it quits. It was funny. It was such a Aaron thing to say. He didn't say he quit the band, right? Because he's talking about like oh, whatever this thing is that he is to disband. There's not even really anything. <laughs> even there when he's talking about his kids, I was like, dude, chill out. <laughs> oh my god, right? Yeah, I was kids, like a little man. too. Yeah, yeah. He's you know like, these things that I call my kids or not things, but he said these. <laughs> yeah, what do you say? Like, like these creatures or whatever or yeah, that have been things that we given call to me kids. or. It's yeah. like, Okay, man, are you writing lyrics for the next fucking <laughs> song? Like, chill yeah. out. <laughs> he's such a sweet dude i yeah no he is he is we're ragging on him a yeah bit. no it was, but because it is funny but he's such a sweet man and you can tell he's he doesn't do or say anything if he doesn't feel genuinely led to do that you know it's everything has a yeah. purpose with him and if 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 i don't know i don't know inspiring beautiful men super super fun conversation to listen to so highly recommend what is it say it again the name carry carry the fire Carry the fire. Yeah. So. Podcast. This next artist, buddy. Oh, good segue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um, you have to remind me. Is this one? Did you know about Lossil? Lossil? Yeah, yeah, totally. I've, I've okay. seen him around. Um, I actually follow him on Instagram. He posts some really cool photography. So we knew about him separately is what you're saying. Because we never, we never talked about him? This, I don't think so, man, because that's why I was kind of surprised when I saw you added this, because I told you I was going to yeah, add this Yeah, you said track. you were going to add it, too. And he's one of my favorite ambients. Um, so, but I don't remember either of us show, like, actually showing no, him. No, I remember other. discovering so him. Cool. Yeah, I remember discovering him when I was, like, digging through uh, similar artists from Raphael. And, mm. um, Makes sense. I just kind of like the name, and uh, which actually is, is derived from looping oscillator, I guess. So, but this is uh, essentially this is a, a ambient composer producer. Yeah, Lossel. Lossel, got it. Yeah. Oh, like uh, uh, Corey, because it's what was it? Cor- correlation or something? God damn these Didn't artists, man! Being I know, right? Artsy fartsy. Chill out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is a Scott Morgan from Vancouver. He's a ambient composer producer. This is actually. Um, if I am correct, this is from uh, an album Lifelike, which is a video game soundtrack. So, oh, I did not know it was a video game soundtrack. Yeah, lifelikegame.com is the website for the game. I'm not a gamer, so I'm not sure. Interesting. But it's almost like that one artist, um, Life Formed. Remember, we looked at that album. Yes. That oh, that's game. what I was. I was. I was literally just thinking. I was like, wait, this wasn't that album we were talking about. No, was it? no, 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 no. But I like the fact that ambient. I mean, I guess that's always been in video games, but it's kind of cool to see some ambient composers like really working in with, with video games and truth. You know, it's just those it fits. usually fits very it, well, yeah, especially exactly. like those like indie style games. Yeah, yeah, like puzzle some, games and shit. Yeah, totally. It, you just get lost in it, just like the music. But this was released late last year, and uh, it's a pretty pretty hefty fourteen tracks on this one. Um, yeah, the album's fantastic, but it's it's really really nice, and it, I wouldn't say it's similar to the rest of his stuff. This one's, I guess, because it has the concept of the game behind it. But he's just a great composer. Like he really sets a mood, really delivers it through through the sounds he chooses to incorporate into the into the song. It's just a really good moody. Yeah, kind he's of listen. he he, and I will uh, briefly allude to one we're going to talk about in a little bit. Um, I can't find it. It was one you did. Sleeper? 
Where is it? Oh, I took it off because I was uh, trying to shorten you the list. You took it off? Oh, yeah. my God. Okay, well, uh, Lossel, right? That's yeah. it, right? Lossel yeah. and Sleeper definitely are on that line of, like, being just interesting enough, like, drone music, I think. Oh, I can I can see that. So the one you're mentioning, Sleeper, uh, he released an uh, album, Ambient One. Um, kind of came out of nowhere. I think this is his only release, but... It's pretty impressive. Uh, he's from Salt Lake City, Utah, and it's it just, very good. It was very, um, I don't know, it's very mature kind of ambient music. Like there was a lot of familiar elements from other producers that I really enjoy, but it was done in such a way that didn't feel like it was a complete ripoff. Yet everything yeah. still felt so familiar to me. So like putting it on, I was like almost listening to. I don't know. Like, if you put it in shuffle, I would think it was someone else. Like, it just, like... That's exactly what I was thinking. It yes, just was, yes. like... It Which I don't it. know if it's a good thing, by I, the way. Yeah, I don't... Because it doesn't stick out in any, <laughs> right? in any yeah, necessarily yeah, yeah. way, but it, it, it's... Maybe it's, it's not as good as I thought. It sneaks, <laughs> it sneaks in and carries through enough to where you're, like, almost you shake yourself from, from whatever focus you've been in. You're like, wait, what the fuck was I just listening to? You know, it's, yes, it's so way, easy yes. to, to, to kind of fall into the background and become, you know, the just ambient tones over whatever it is you're doing but i don't know like i don't even know how i discovered that guy sleeper but um <laughs> shit man that was great uh, i think i had track two uh i don't even know how to say that my my oxalidia yes something like that yes that was a track you had yeah so lossal i kept him on it i'm sorry um to the other guy but <laughs> 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 just too much music man a lot it's a lot of music yeah so to uh keep up with yeah, check that out if you're really into ambient shit. This next one is you, bud. Speaking of non-ambient shit, yeah. um, probably my favorite one of it would they would fall under like my f- top three or four favorite like instrumental bands just because it was like if they weren't the first, they were for sure the second instrumental band I ever listened to. It was like them, Six Part Seven, Tristiza that I just remember were like the c- first three I like really got into and it was like that really clean guitar style instrumental mm-hmm. you know what i mean it was just very like clean guitar driven there weren't like hardly any effects um anything like that and then i just didn't realize that uh they i, I just kind of like re-found this album i was like oh my god i kind of forgot they had put this out a couple years ago yeah it was um, like 2016 i think was yeah on this. um and it's just really different from their er- like the earlier stuff. It's like um, it really it feels like this song in particular feels like minus the bear without the vocals a little bit. Oh, interesting. <laughs> that's why I like it so much. I get that because um, it's a little more groovy. It's got a little bit more just um, kind of like a, a jazzy math rock yeah. element to it. That's kind of what I got. Experimental. Well, that's kind of them. Like the mathy kind of feel is definitely. Mer- oh, by the way, this is a, an artist called the Mercury Program. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> Sorry. And uh, their album New Myths, and it was a song called Dance Pact. Um, yeah, they've always been kind of they've always been kind of mathy. It was just like there was like a I think it was like jazzy. It was, yeah, is the perfect way to say it. They're, it's a lot more jazzy than kind of their other stuff. A little bit, a little bit more effects than earlier. But um, it's releases, not. But it's still. It's not overwhelmingly in your face. You know, it's not. Yes. There's still a groove that they ride and they kind of respect and they 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 you know taper off of they go off of that a little bit. But it, it's still like a kind of um, a, like I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how to say it. That wasn't my it's favorite very, it's song just, from that, a, that EP though. Very dreamy instrumental. I used yeah. to think of it. I can right. see that. Yeah. But yeah, that that was what not was your, my favorite track from that EP. I would have what chosen was your favorite track. I would have chosen something else. I think it was. Um, let me look now. Uh, Two point five. Sun overnight. Blizzard. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Wrong, sir. Another good track. And the it, the EP is fantastic. So I do, I do recommend checking it out if you're into that very chill, dreamy instrumental. Um, like I said, they're one of the best to do it, and it's just crazy to think because they I think. I'm looking. Yeah, that was only the fourth release. Um, mm-hmm. So a data learned a data learned the language from 2002 was the first one I listened to. I think, which is very them. It's very classic them. But anyway, had to put that on there. And um, it's it reminds I've me of another band. We a lot. Sorry, what? 
No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, just I, it reminded me of another band that I was trying to look for just now, and I can't. I can't find them. Uh, we featured them on our on our one of our playlists before, but that kind of uh, jazzy groove oriented approach to post rock. You know, it's just yes. a certain vibe. But I'll have to find it and let you know. What yeah, it is. that's that's what got me. That was like the style. I just I'm always gonna have like a really special place in my heart for that style. That was like what got me into instrumental music. Um. So, nice. The Mercury Program, check it out. Yes. This next one, though, I will say you pretty much gave me my new favorite artist. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, dude. Get the you know, fuck out of here. This is the one I was like, Lance is going to shit all over this fucking. Oh, no. dude. This do you is hear like, my voice, how shocked I am? You, I do. I can Jesus. see it. And our listeners can't see it, but I see it. I'm like <laughs> red in the face, like just fucking. That's insane. This is this is home. <laughs> I'm like I'm in shock. I'm sorry. Um, they're from Zurich, Switzerland, and it's like a it's it's like a blend of post rock, ambient, crot rock, and it's all improvised apparently, which kind of blew my mind, dude. But it's in that the reason I love it so much is because it's literally in that same vein we were just talking about. Yeah, it, it reminded me of like early Mercury program Tristiza. Uh, six part seven like definitely their own twist but it's still that kind of like vibe i got i was like oh okay christopher again <laughs> surprising the shit out of me you surprised the shit out of me dude this shit <laughs> I, I i love this this release it's the first release for this band and oh shit. The, the rhythm section is fucking awesome man like i really really, really enjoy this ep it's it's called through the window there are three windows uh, again, the band's name is Home, uh, three piece, and it just it just it's interesting how the songs evolve. You know, we've talked about that story and through line and everything else with with other other bands and with, well, I guess basically every band we talk about. But this <laughs> this does that really really well. And this wasn't the first track I actually added. There was a more droney kind of crot rock um, song that I added from this EP, but then I changed it to this one because I was like, Oh no, I got a hook Lance. Let me, let me find of all of these songs. Which <laughs> yeah. one would he not shit on or would he shit on the least? Well, and we were like, initially we had a really like droney playlist going on. <laughs> Did you notice that? I it was real droney <laughs> to begin with. So I'm glad you changed it up. Um, that no, makes me I so excited it. that you love this or oh, you like man. it, dude. That's so, so good. fucking awesome. So good. I think, I'm looking down. Well, you threw in a couple. I think I haven't won. No, I no. We'll talk about that. I know that band and I know that song. I didn't listen to it from the playlist, but I have listened to it on my own time. Something I've added. Yes. Oh, it's okay. second to last. Oh, okay. No, I, I, is, I, I knew this, you. I, no, you I was just sorry. One. I was that was really. <laughs> I was looking ahead to confirm that yes, this is my favorite one you added. Oh wow, that's like fucking. Who are you? <laughs> well, maybe uh, Jungle, Jungle, but outside of that, <laughs> Home is fucking awesome. Yeah. I've been listening to Home the most. That's great, man. I'm so fucking stoked that you are actually really into it. Um, like I said, I thought you were going to shit all over it, and I was like, I'm going to have to defend myself on this one. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's crazy to me. That's just really crazy to me. You thought I was going to shit on it. It's not like droney metal. <laughs> no, I mean it's not, but it, I thought that like, you were going to be like, "Oh, when is something interesting going to happen?" or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> is that what I sound like to you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I just I'm I'm very genuinely surprised that you uh you enjoyed well, it. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for showing me home. After I don't know how many years we're still surprising each other. Oh, still surprising each other. That's why we're best friends. You know it's not surprising. That you liked this train wreck of a song. <laughs> Stop it, dude! I thought if anyone that I added, you would dig this one. Not at all. Even Chelsea was like, okay, Chris is gonna dig this. I'm an enigma, man. I'm not you are into a this. Fucking at enigma, all. dude. I thought you were gonna be all over this. It took dude, like train wreck of a song? This is groovy as shit. It took so many tries to finish the song. I just did not. <sighs> Okay, well, this is only Child Tyrant from uh, their latest album, I believe, called Time to Run. 
And this is a song called, this is the first track off of it called Monkey Box. God dang it, man. Well, now I'm super depressed. Because <laughs> I really thought you were going to like this one. It's, dude, it's like, it's got that lo-fi, like, lo-fi kind of effect on the guitars. It's, you know, it sounds like you're listening to a vinyl. You know what I mean? It's got that kind of vibe. I think if I saw it's it different. live, I'd, I'd be into it. But is it too repetitive? I don't know. I don't. Cause I, I mean, no. What don't you like about it? I, I don't know. I just, I felt like, I don't know. I just got the strongest bro vibes, and I was like, "Fuck this." <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way I can describe it, and I don't even know what the bro fuck that means. Vibes. But God, you're just... so scientific <laughs> in the way you talk about music. Can I just say that? <laughs> you make such rational arguments. <laughs> Did I have I ever told you that? Like of anybody I know. Some days I hate you, Lance. Some you days always I love make the you. most sense. <laughs> <laughs> like compelling arguments. <laughs> oh, bro vibes. I didn't think about it like that. You're right. I fucking hate this. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know, uh, dude. I don't fucking dude, know. you're insane. I okay. don't even understand myself most days. That just did. I just immediately I was like, oh, oh get this out. I don't want to hear this. And I. <laughs> I had to go back and listen to it out of respect for you, but I just could not uh, could not get right. into it. Well, for those of you who did enjoy that little snippet, check out Time to Run by Only Child Tyrant. From Los Angeles. Is it the name? Is it the name? Maybe it's the topography of the name. Like, what is that? Who designed uh, that? Like, get out of here, dude. I don't think they had a bio. I, tried I to feel see like if... that's like that. Should... When I see the name, I'm like, oh, God, Cause... this is a really shitty metal band. <laughs> and it's not you know, you know. i think i did think that you were gonna predict it was like before you listened to it it was probably like some what'd you call like the omnific like uh like elevator metal <laughs> you know what i'm talking about i thought i thought you were gonna think it that's what this was before you listened to it I and then just... be like pleasantly surprised not like oh my god i can't even get through the songs <laughs> you know i'm it's an just... idiot uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Clearly, you don't. What I do know, though, is this new artist or this next artist. Dude, I'm almost positive we've talked about this before. Are you sure? Maybe we have. I thought I maybe episode. added uh, it. Maybe you added it and removed it once. Uh, I think I did. I think I removed okay. it. Because I for sure have listened to this before. Yeah, I think I added and removed it. Um, this is Withered Winds uh, from, I believe, Portland, Oregon. And that makes sense. They that, seem like a Portland band. Damn. I got to tell you, this came out of nowhere. I found them on Instagram, I believe. Maybe it was from Nick. I don't know. Oh, you're right. You're right. That's what it was. I saw that, too. He did post about it. Nick is like an unofficial member of the Waves of Sound podcast, by the way. He is. Like you I, think are. He, I think we get I most of the music B. from him. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's like executive producer. Um, we really should have him on. Like he just never says anything. He's just there. <laughs> he just scoffs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll get him to send me a sound clip so I can just like plug uh, uh program it. <laughs> so I can just play it. Just a Nick Brandt scoff. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is Withered Winds. Uh, this song is Death Gives Life Meaning. It's a single they released before this small EP, uh, which is their self-titled EP. And I mean, I'm. I'm impressed that this is a two-piece. Like, it sounds so well done. I feel like every song kind of uh, similar to what I've mentioned about an artist you already mentioned in our podcast, this podcast, is, is like, it keeps moving. Uh, they don't kind of dwell on certain riffs. It, the riffs last long enough to get you yeah. into it, and then they move on to the next one. Um, it's just such a good blend of post-rock, post-metal. This is about where I start to really dig this song. Oh, dude. The fucking I don't drums. really, I don't really like where it starts, but I love where it goes. Like right oh. about here is where I really am. Like, oh, okay, dude, I, I can dig I, like that. I almost I can fucking dig this. I almost stop what I'm doing when this part starts See, to come on. Like, this is what's crazy to me because I feel like I've shown you shit like this before. Like meniscus comes to mind, and you're like, I remember you I showed really me meniscus. Bored. I don't think that I liked what you showed me. I, I think I need to go through. And I just it. mean like this has that kind of like. That really, like, you know, that delayed, like, reverby guitar that I feel like you shit on every now and then. Or, like, no. those, like, kind of parts. I'm I like, love delayed reverby or guitar. Like, I, th this, the way this is uh, delivered, though, it, it honestly brought me back to, like, early ISIS stuff. 
Like it made mm. me want to go back and that. listen to Celestial or even their first EP, the Red the Red Sea. Not that it's anywhere near that. It's just those those it has those satisfyingly blistering leads on top of those those crushing riffs and the drums, dude. I gotta say, like I, I'm listening to this part and the rest of the the EP. I almost feel like the drummer is like really holding himself back from going fucking insane, like yes. insane in the sense that That's he's a good just way like to put it. really yes. fucking letting it gone happen. much bigger with it, yeah, letting it rip because it's like he does such a good job at controlling the emotion of the moment. It's like he doesn't he doesn't get uh, too excited, but it's still that that driving rhythm that really makes you feel like the song is going somewhere, you know. And mm-hmm. I just. I really appreciate that, that these two people are able to create that atmosphere and deliver what, you know, a five person band does from fucking a few years ago. Like that, that kind of, I don't know, like it's, it just kind of blows my mind that this is just like that early Russian circles. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, exactly. I definitely got that Russian circles kind of thing. Cause I always thought I did think that this was initially a three piece band. So I was like, obviously there's some looping going on, but did not realize that there's, all looping going on like he's lo- <laughs> looping it with his his, his, his uh, pedal board but i'm i re- really really love to see this band live and if this is their first effort like first ep release i mean shit man keep them coming keep them fucking coming agreed agreed i would want to see a next release out of these guys see what they do most deaf no doubt no doubt no doubt there is a doubt though Mm, I see what you're going for, but you kind of <laughs> shit your pants on that one. <laughs> nice. Try. My my doubt is in you with this song. Uh, I knew you were gonna say it, but I I don't care. I had to. <laughs> He's one of my favorite producers. Uh, his album Worlds is one of my favorite. That would probably be like my top ten of like the 2010s. Um, man, I thought I thought you I thought you had, might have a puncher's chance of liking this because it's not like. It's chi- it's like more chill wavy style dance music, and it's not the t- like the the cookie cutter. Let the bass drop. <laughs> you know, it's not that kind of bullshit. Hey man, can you release that? Like there's a, there's a lot of vinyl. substance with por- this. So is this Porter Robinson? I love Porter Robinson be- mainly because he's like the electronic version of what we just talked about with so much of like there's so much layers to what he does. He he writes insanely great um, pop hooks. Um, I don't know. I thought you had a. Ch- I thought there might be a chance, but this is his new single called "Get Your Wish." I think it's from a forthcoming album that I can't wait for. Um, so if you're, if, if you're into poppy dance stuff, you're gonna love Porter Robinson if you haven't checked him out. A few things, and I don't know which one to start with. <laughs> uh, immediate vibe was I felt like the composer from the Sonic and the Hedge- Sonic the Hedgehog games like collaborated with Passion Pit. <laughs> Or like a really drunk radio department. So that's the kind of vibe I got from the overall music. And then I sort of just checked out after reading this. He says about his music, in a way, for people to fully understand my music, they need to know the narrative of the last six years of my life. Uh, No thanks, Mr. Robinson. I don't want to fucking know the last six (laughs) years of your life. Like, either fucking release good music or don't. And obviously he's not. What if? So (laughs) would you feel that same way if Russian Circles said that? What no, if, I'd what say if Mike sh- was like. I'd say shut really up understand and understand RC. No, I'd say shut up and play the music. I don't need to know your fucking life. <laughs> like, just fucking make the music. Dude, I'll feel it insane. if it's there. You know, that's exactly like the whole point of music is like I'll feel it if whether I, there's but yes, or yes, not. but I'll feel it if it's there. And oh my god, I'm an enigma, Lance. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doubting that. I'm not doubting that. I don't know. It's cool, I guess. Um, there's a lot of elements to that, but I just always feel like some of these synth pop kind of artists always do like some polished version of eight bit music. And I'm like, just, just do eight bit music. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, that's, that's true. I feel like that's of, why a lot of chiptune guys became, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, EDM producers. She's like the biggest one that comes to mind. Cause she was always one of my favorite, uh, eight bits, but it's, then he became super EDM. I, but, so, yeah, I, I definitely understand that for sure. But to me, I love that because uh, what was our... <laughs> sounds like a Nintendo having a stroke episode. 
<laughs> I fucking love 8-Bit. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. This is like... That's uh, why I can get down with Porter Robinson and some other stuff like it. I mean, it's cool. Like, but like I said, I can't get I can't get into like the super hard like EDM stuff. The production is there. I, I think he, he does a really, uh, really good job, especially when the kick comes in a little bit more consistently like you would have on some of those EDM kind of uh, jams. So uh, it's just, you know, there's that drop and everything else. So it's... I don't know. It has those elements if you're into this. Yeah, I think he's an insanely good producer. Like I said, there's just so many layers to all of his stuff. And again, his album, Worlds, if you've never listened to it, is just fantastic. Anyway, I took a shot. I knew I was taking a shot on that one. <laughs> you took a shit. That's what's more like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the this next one, I've been following this band for a while. Um, this is All Shall Be Well. They released a new album. I don't even know how to fucking pronounce that. Uh, Svartgruen. Svartgruen? No, it's got to be a V. It's like Svartgruen. Oh. Svartgruen. Uh, it's a post-rock band from the Netherlands. And um, damn, this album is so good. Uh, this song is called Beyond Us, Only Darkness. And what I really, really, really love about this band is like from their first um, release, Root Blah, it's... They, I think I, it's I feel Root like, Blah. Root Blau. Uh, I feel like they really place weight and emphasis on melodies and counter melodies, like the way the guitars kind of call and response to each other, uh, and that kind of leads the narrative of the song. It just—it's very, very beautiful composition, and I feel like a lot of the time they're not using heavy effects or really too much of that. They've slowly started getting those crushing crescendos in, in their music, and it's definitely apparent on this record. But it's just. I don't know, man. I just love the tones of the guitars and how they intertwine and just play off of each other. Um, They even say, like, which is something that we talk about all the time, they say that they liken their music more as stories rather than songs. So there's very conceptual uh, uh, origination or or, uh, origin for these songs and just the emotion that they draw from, from those instruments and... Yeah, I don't know what else to say, man. I really, really enjoy this band. I really yeah, I like, enjoy this I liked this our uh, theme, somewhat of a theme with our instrumental. Because, yeah, again, I, I felt like it was uh, akin to like the early stuff we were talking about with Mercury Program. I love, mm-hmm. again, love, such a fan of the super clean guitar instrumental vibe. It almost um, comes off like minimalistic with these guys. Of, yeah, that's what, it's like doing so much with so, I don't want to say little, but I mean, you know, like instrumental these days, it's like, like how big is your guitar pedal board? Yeah. Right. You know, like yeah. <laughs> how many, how many different effects can you like destroy at once? Yeah. How many gain um, stages do you have? What kind of distortions? Yeah. Multiple. Like, how many boost triggers? Yeah, yeah. It's like, um, so yeah, whenever I hear stuff like this, it just, again, I think, I feel like it's such the root of that style. And so when you can do, when you pull it off really well like that, I really enjoy it. So this and is another, a good ad, a great ad. A crazy, another crazy thing to show the caliber of these musicians in this band. Um, they released an EP of of three reimagined uh, classical songs. Um, fucking beautiful, dude! Like I, I hear the songs and I'm like, wait, why do I recognize this? And it's it's a fucking like they just do such a good job at reimagining them, and it's just kind of I don't know. I felt like for me, it kind of came out of left field for them, but. Uh, to see them release something like that. But damn, these guys are fucking crazy good musicians. Crazy good. They 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 really do such a good job at telling a story. I feel like there is just almost masterful story writing with, with their music and their tone and how they how they deliver it. It's just um fuck. Holy fuck. <laughs> Speaking uh, of Oh my god, you did it on purpose. <laughs> I sure did, bruh. This is holy fuck. Holy fuck. This is holy fuck. God damn this fucking album, dude. Yeah, again, you are an enigma. <laughs> Coming out of left field with this. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is holy fuck. Um, I believe they are from, yeah, Canada. Um, they use, it's very interesting how they approach electronic music. Uh, so I guess the idea, and I, th- I think we talked about this before, uh, the idea is that they basically create electronic music without all of the typical techniques so they don't loop anything they don't program anything everything is delivered live wise um they have to play it like it's it's there's no 
computers involved, essentially, which is really fucking mind-blowing. Um, but this is a, this is free gloss off of their latest uh, album, Deleter. And um, I really fucking enjoyed it all the way through. Just It just was mind-blowing, and some of the other stuff they've released, their previous albums, are just, just as captivating. Um, I really got into Congrats, uh, I think, late last year. And... Yeah, they're coming through Phoenix pretty soon, so I, I really, really am stoked to go see them. But I love how this is not how this song starts at all. Like, it kind of delves into this almost slow-motion, introspective kind of vibe here, and then it goes back into this crazy, chaotic, almost uh, Death from Above 1979 on crack, you know? Yeah. So I feel like that's kind of the whole album, too. Like, my favorite song off this is the first one, is uh, Lux. Uh-huh. however you say it um, yeah I'm a big holy fuck fan um, this album is fantastic but yeah I feel like that whole the whole album has that exact vibe of what you were just describing mm-hmm. um, it has like has a way of pummeling you but then having you like stop and kind of ruminate a little bit and it'll kind of go back to pummeling you a little yeah bit. there's like an awareness of space and yeah. it's not like just we're gonna rape your ears for the next you no. know 40 minutes it's they respect space. They respect atmosphere. They respect all those things. Yeah. And I'm not sure I got those from their previous albums. So seeing them go into that a little bit more here. Um, oh, definitely different on this one for sure. Uh, and there's several collaborations on this one. I don't know if they really collaborate with too many artists on the previous records, but uh, just the vocals and everything else. I had to buy it on vinyl. I went and picked it up. Nice. Um, it's just it, my friend, Nick, uh, actually he drums for me. Uh, he's, he's great. He actually is in a band called Larkspurs. Oh, he drums for you. Well, I was just going to say, he also, he also is God, in another band called a... Larkspurs. Yes. So he is his own person. He does his <laughs> own thing. He is a musician. He's very talented. And actually, actually kind of segue. He, I just was telling him about some of the songs that we we're going to talk about today. And then he mentioned to me that he is legend dropped a new album and that they're touring. Are they still uh, a thing? I be they are, but I'd be very skeptical of it. I really fell out of love with He Is Legend. Like, if it wasn't the second album, it was for sure the third. But that was like years ago. Years I'm, ago, I'm fucking he, dude, shocked I was, that they're still dude, around. I, I am Hollywood. Yeah, I am, dude. That was like oh six. That's what I told him. Like he was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go see He He's Legend. I was like, wait, He Is Legend. I am Hollywood. Really, he Is Legend. Okay, if I remember correctly, they got really like butt rocky. Oh really? That's why I kind of I I think so. It's I again I haven't listened to it in forever, but I just know that I knew because I've seen them tour with other bands that I still listen to. I'm like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, they're still around. So I'd be skeptical of that one. All right, well I'll take your word for it. I'm not going to get into it. But maybe it's worth checking out. I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Talking about seeing, man. What does this album make you see? So you mentioned that this is the one you know. So I okay I know I WMD is who we're about to talk about. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love WMD did not know that they just released this album. And this was, this was the song I was going to tell you. I haven't, I haven't listened to this particular song yeah, because I didn't know about this record. Yeah. But so what uh, I can hear right now is fucking candy on it, my ears. It just came out actually a few days ago as we're recording this, the 20th. That's um, what I'm saying. I had no idea this came out. Yeah, so this is a, a producer out of Seattle, Washington, called WMD. Uh, his real Again, name is Michael out of Erickson. left field, Christopher comes with what? this. What? Are you serious? Of course yes, I love... Yes, I'm serious. I love this kind of stuff. Uh, this is just like a, a very beautiful, ambient, chill... Um, yes. I guess I would say maybe a little down-tempo. Um, I just... I, dude, I... Yeah, right up my alley. Again, not <sighs> knowing that you would be into this. Because did you listen to his uh, release last year was really good too. Yeah, no, I, I'm definitely familiar with this guy and I, I love his work. It's just, again, this is one of those artists that really captivate you and it just, it almost makes you just stop and listen attentively, yeah. attentively, not even like just like you got other shit in your head. It's like you stop and you focus and you listen and it's like, it just yeah of course i would love this i don't know man like this is (laughs) a beautiful record i think it's i think it's pronounced sudad um which plays into the the actual whole uh uh concept behind the album which i i just have to read it because it's it it, dude it captures everything um 
He says, this album is about longing for something you know you'll never have or never possess, dreaming of a love you'll never receive, and the acceptance that comes with confronting overwhelming thoughts. This album is about lying down uh, next to someone who cares about you, leaving the windows open and letting the cool air crawl across your floorboards. This album is about the catharsis that comes from driving five hours to the coast, just to sit and watch the waves hit the rocks, listen to the wind play with the grass scattered along the tree line, and think about what kind of house you might build there. This mm-hmm. album is about finally knowing where you want to be. Fuck. Yeah, he's fantastic. It, but it's uh, WMD is a solo. His name is Michael Erickson, for those who don't know WMD. What else is he in if this is his solo stuff? I, I don't know if he is in any other thing. Oh, I was I just saying meant... for this, so people knew it's a solo yeah. project. Um. Stop me in my yeah, tracks I, when this came on. Again, I, I, I that's th- that's kind of him overall to me. Um, so I'll have to. I can't wait to dig into this album. Like I said, I haven't listened to this yet, so I'll have to spend a lot more time with this. I may put it on our next episode, <laughs> dude. Dude, do it. I would talk about this a lot because it really, it really, really hit me hard. This album. I mean, it's an um, album. It's eleven yeah. tracks. How long is this guy? Oh yeah, like about forty minutes. Um, he actually still has records available, but it's only limited to 200. So I'm going to go buy that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, uh, don't man. Don't you love being a big boy? <laughs> buy all your shit. <laughs> I'm still only paying the minimum. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I love you. <laughs> I'm a dick. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, th- uh, there was so much more music that we had on this fucking playlist, but that was all that we've narrowed it yeah, down to. Yeah, I, I do want to just briefly say because uh, Square Pusher put out a new one, and Square Pusher is one of my longtime uh, favorites. Um, I would definitely check out Square Pusher's new album. But there, yeah, there's so many. I just seems like we're gonna get another 2019. There's gonna be a lot of releases this year. It seems like Tame Impala released what I think Tame is Impala. a a complete dud of an album. Dude, thank you. I just, Dude, thank it fucking, you. It's, it literally took me three, almost four attempts to listen to the whole thing. And I just okay. was like, I cannot do Cause you had, did You had that on there originally, right? Yes, I did. Because I okay. wanted to talk about how much of a disappointment it was. Off the, just off of the first listen. I don't know if it's going to grow on me. Like when I was buying that record at Stinkweeds, uh, I was talking to uh, the cashier there. And I was like, hey, Kurt, question. Like I was about to leave and I turned around. And I was like, question. She's like, yeah. And I was like, Tame Impala. She's like, yeah. I was like, you like them? She's like, yeah. I was like, thoughts on the new album? She goes, uh, I like it. I actually like it a lot. And I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah, it took me like seven or eight tries. And I was like, yeah, that's my point. Like why his currents hit like immediately, immediately. I was like, fuck yes. This one, it's like, he's really diving into that. I don't know. I just, I just, hmm. it was a dud to me. I think if I was at a festival watching him play this i would be fucking into it after the fucking uppers kicked in but mm-hmm. sitting here on my couch like trying to listen to it and enjoy it like i did his other records i just can't get into this record nope i could not agree more it just it, maybe maybe i will get into it at some point but i just i'm not i'm not into it uh one two uh lo-fi uh hip-hop artist uh released a nice little uh single called helio i really really love one two it's spelled w-n T-W-O, and uh, 3-6 dropped, uh, I think, something else as well. Oh, did not yeah. know. Have to check that out. Yeah, so we know, you know, we love that 3-6. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, this kind of feels like this is a short episode, so I don't want to. Yeah, but we're creeping up on an hour, so. I know, usually we're just But it did go hour. by fast. Yeah. So. There's nothing wrong with that. This... Get in and out, you know, <laughs> like we both do. <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes. Oh, I'm good. New record. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, I don't. F- we need to talk about this next artist. Um, I you you added it on here, so I'll let you. Well, this our featured artist for this episode is our name. Would you call him a namesake? I almost said namesake, but it's not a namesake because we it's didn't not, name it But after you get them. where we're going because yeah. it's Caspian. It's who introduces most of our episodes. Yes, sir. With Arcs of Command. And they dropped their new record. What was it, five years? New record in five years? 
Was um, it five years? It felt like a while. Ju- it was a long time. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, five years. Let's see. Yeah. Dust, yeah. Dustin Disquiet, September 2015. Um, like four and a half. But uh, yeah, late January release. It's called On Circles. And speaking of needing a few listens, this one definitely took me a few listens. Oh my God. I love you, Lance. I wasn't really? sure really how feel, I... No, I felt weird because... I felt weird about again, this record. it was like Tame Impala where I feel like I kept seeing like all of this like, oh my God, it's the best Caspian record and like all this just like... I mean, I'm glad that they're getting so much great love for this, but it is for sure not my favorite. Um, the, I, there are things I love about this record. There, mm-hmm. I love Phil's vocals. Mm-hmm. I do not like... Uh, the guy from P- uh, Pianos Became Teeth. I mm-hmm. wish Phil would have just done vocals on that song too. Um, I love Ishmael because mm-hmm. of kind of the the um like ambiance behind that song. It's mm-hmm. about um shit. I can't remember. His, uh, one of the other guitarists like hiked through the Appalachian Mountain like trail, and so it's like it's really about his time doing that. I think he said it took him like eight months or something like that. Jesus. Um, there's, there's a podcast of the same name. I think it's circles on circles. Oh, um, Oh yeah. I haven't listened to that yet. It's really good. It's, it's interesting to listen to Phil obviously does a lot of the talking. Um, there's some strings on Ish- Ishmael, right? I think. Yes. Um, uh, anyway, it, I think it was very enlightening to listen to that podcast because they they talked about how oh man what's his name the guy who produced it will will yip will yip mm-hmm. and he they talk about like how every record up until this one they have had like complete control over the sound of it mm-hmm. and like no we had a very clear direction with the entire record each song we knew exactly what we wanted to lay down and this one, they talked about how this was like the least re- prepared they were going into the studio before mm-hmm. recording. And I just feel like that comes off. Like, not that not that it's like, again, there are things I love about this record. Flowers of Light is fantastic. The song that we're going to feature, Collapser, I wish that would have been the entire record. Um, I think I really enjoyed uh, Onstra. Onstra is really great. Um yeah, I was seeing stuff like Wild Blood is the greatest intro track of all time and no. like all this other stuff. And I'm like, no, I, I mean, I not that. really. Um, so so for anyway, me, I, I hate, I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm bagging on it. I just, no, I almost hate that I don't like it as much as everyone else. Not at all. No, I, I think, and I, think I wish they would have had their hands in the record like they have claimed to have always had. I, I think it feels like there were there was other influence outside influences on it. I think you're, I don't know. I think you're absolutely right, and I was actually kind of worried that you added this on there because I didn't want to shit on them or say that it wasn't uh, a solid Caspian effort. But there was something missing from the record as a whole. Like I felt like it was a a very short record. I like yes. it seemed like everything just kind of blew through so quickly. Yes. Um, which usually with a Caspian record, I'm kind of involved you know attentively listening taking every every crescendo as it goes but this one it was like wait what wait what like how the fuck is this record already over and it seemed like because of all those comments that people were giving it i saw that hype on the record too and some of the things that they were posting i i really got like a weird feeling like like are you guys quitting is this the last album? Is this, is this you guys, are you guys exiting? Because it's almost like that feeling you get from the girlfriend that stops calling you and you're like, are we breaking up? What the fuck? You get defensive, you know? And so I got defensive. Like when I entered this record, I was like, "Mm, I'm not, no, Mm -mm, mm -mm. I don't like the vibes I'm getting. And I just, obviously I don't want it to be their last record because I think that they've done better stuff. And And I'm, and I'm not even one of the, I'm not even someone that's going to be like, the early Caspian's the best cat. Honestly, Dust and Disquiet was my is my that was favorite a fantastic Caspian record. record. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm not even one of like the early stuff is the best stuff kind of guys. I just I don't know. Waking I, season was my fucking favorite. Uh but I just I just I felt there was something there was a massive hole in this record and I don't know what it is. It just didn't feel 
I, and again, I'm, I'm also really stoked that that Justin Forrest is drumming for these guys. I've seen that guy, like I told you, you know, play for a two piece band back in like 2010 uh, and, and see him go from that and work with the bands that he's worked with. And and did it feel more cookie cutter? It didn't because feel, it, it didn't it, feel cookie it feels cutter in like this. like a like a like I, I didn't I didn't know Will Yip by name. I know like the stuff the albums he's worked on previously, mm-hmm. but it does feel like that kind of producer like got in their ear and was like, I don't know. Not that it's just, it It feels like maybe this is what you're talking about with what it's missing. Maybe not. But like when you said that, I was thinking of like, like the storytelling aspect that they usually do so well at. Yeah. Like, maybe that's feels what it is. Like it just wasn't there. Like arcs of command. There's such an <laughs> pun arc to that song. Mm hmm. Um, and they maybe talk like about they, maybe like they were told to kind of keep it cool, keep it quiet, keep it just short, and that's what it feels like. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like I, I, I could, maybe I'm misremembering. I, I think they do talk a little bit about how they like talk about like how to, how they trimmed like kind of the fat from the songs maybe while they were recording. Mm-hmm. But again, it just like I think there was too much of that. That's what it feels like. So it was like they went too bare on a lot of it. And yeah, not to say, not that doesn't necessarily mean that I was like, oh, I want more. It was like I just felt like there was more missing mm-hmm. from what they were. To, I don't know. Totally, no, I, I agree lo- with you. I love you, Caspian. I love Caspian, and I, I just, I, I don't know. I'm not going to say I was let down. It's not a letdown because, like I said, there are. I love circles on. I mean, I love Phil's voice. I was so genuinely like, super, like pleasantly surprised hearing his vocals on that. Um, listen, I'm just going to say this. That's their own fucking fault for raising the bar so high. <laughs> and then That's their fault, man. That's their fault. They did it themselves. So we're not, we're not over here saying, you know, yeah, whatever, you know, we have no control over this. That's them. <laughs> so it's your fault, Caspian. <laughs> no, it's, it's not a shitty record at all by any means. No, it's no, just no. for the caliber of, of Caspian, the way they tell it, like you were just saying, the way they tell their stories, how they deliver a story, yeah, uh, the, the the freedom that they had, it almost did feel like they were kind of restricted in a way, and delivered this record out of, uh, uh, out of out of the restrictions that they were given. And I mean, it's 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 better than you know a lot of the different post rock records that are being released or any other alternative kind of rock records uh, with a concept. But just in in the whole catalog of Caspian, this is not necessarily the record i really wanted right now i want that's what i'm saying there's no concept behind this they even talk Mm -hmm. about how they ended up calling it on circles i think because they realized that when they were recording that most of the songs end how they begin Mm. oh that okay so then that's why they they talk about why they did that because it's like all the songs were quote unquote like coming full circle the way that they were being written so that's why they have that banner no beginning no end yes Okay, because again, I thought that that was like a, a hint at, hey, we're not we're not ending. There was really never a beginning, like Aaron oh. Weiss, you know, like that fucking poetic. <laughs> I can't commit, yeah. you know, to an answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I, it's like it, it. I, I. It's just a weird feeling that I got so defensive when I was like, why are they? Why are they talking like that? Why are people talking like this? Is the mm. most. This is the triumphant fucking record of of their career. Like, don't fucking quit on me, Caspian. Don't fucking quit on me. That's that's what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> no, I, just, I don't want that. I I don't want them to. But I just, yeah, no, I was feeling weird and dumb for not feeling that same way. Dude, I feel weird record. and dumb every day. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And but, you have more reason to than I do. But I'm just saying that, like, Lance. <laughs> no, but I love you because I'm so glad I'm not the only one that feels this way about. This I was a, no, honestly, man, I was a little afraid to put it on here too because of that, and I was a little afraid to just say it. But like, it's got to be said. I love them, and the song that we're going to feature is my f- probably my favorite from it. It's, it's oh, the totally. style of Caps Caspian I love the most when they just fucking go so heavy and. Um, After the first listen, this is the one song I was like, I got to go back and listen to that. Yeah, um, I almost paused the album and just went back and listened to it immediately after it stopped. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Um, so we'll get to that in a second, but yeah. Um, I do feel better that we are on the same page with this. <laughs> Most stuff, no doubt. I was like, man, if Chris doesn't agree with me, this we'll is their best. Cut this out of the show. This is their <laughs> best record. Oh my god! 
I, I, I like it. I'm glad that they're still, they're still going. And again, I'm glad to see Justin Forrest working with them. Um, and I mean, I just, I hope they come back around really quickly with another one. Even a small EP would be great. Um, where they go back to their kind of all DIY. Of, yes. Yeah. Let's just do it. Do what we want. For show. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> let's reflect. Awkward. Let's reflect yeah. on the, uh, today's uh, songs. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, lot of surprises. Yes. Um, some good, some bad. Yes. <sighs> what else? You're, you're weird and awkward. and <laughs> an idiot. <laughs> So that's, am I. That's my Tinder bio. Weird and awkward. Weird, a weird awkward idiot. <laughs> Hit me up for a weird and awkward time. Yes, yes. <laughs> let's let's get weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much uh, today's episode. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Was there something else? So we talked about my shirt. We talked about the show we're going to this week. Yeah. Was there something else we were going to talk about? I feel like we get it all. I feel like there's something else, but I don't know what it is. Oh, uh, dude, what's up with Sig? Oh, man, she's, um, I don't know if you're going to be able to see her. I'll try and I tilt it. Yeah. Oh. She's in a ball. Poor girl um, with a fucking cone. Yeah, she's got a cone. It's it's actually a smaller cone than I She's a small dog, Remember? Uh, I didn't know they, I just, I always thought it was going to be like a, when they told me she had to have a cone, I was like, s- oh, God. Satellite dish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's actually not that bad. It's clear. It's a clear cone um but her she's got too. she's got like a yeah she's it's bandage it looks like a cast but it's it's just a wrap bandage i think she we went to this dog park down the street that has mulch and not grass and i mm. think when she was like going ham and just like you know when she took off i think she got like a splinter or something mm. because like for the next like week this was last the weekend before this one and she was like licking and gnawing at it like where there was like red in between her paws. Yeah. And then yesterday morning she broke through her pad. Mm. Um, so I already had a vet's appointment scheduled just to get it looked at. Um, so they ended up putting her on some drugs. She came out all smiles, but she was bandaged <laughs> up. <laughs> she's got to wear that fucking cone for like two weeks. Oh, poor pup. Um, she's getting the bandage off on Tuesday, but she's got to keep the cone on until it heals. So she doesn't mess with it. But she'll be fine. She's been running around. She's jumping on and off the bed. Good. Um, she's limping a little bit, but I think she'll be all right. Yeah, it's probably just because of the bandage on her foot. I think it's awkward. Yeah, yeah, it's just an awkward thing to do, but she's all right. She's just real sleepy and kind of out of it. Just like me, sleepy and yeah, out of just it. Like, yeah, it's like having Chris here, <laughs> except she cuddles better. Oh. Oh. Fine, I'll be the little spoon, okay? <laughs> goddamn right you will be so yeah man i'm stoked to come out and see you sig and chelsea and you know hang out and fucking see a show hell yeah and just get out of fucking phoenix for a bit (sighs) i feel the same way about here i need to come to phoenix dude come come down you can crash at my place we can fucking light a fire or something i'd be a little mad if you were like yeah you can get a hotel right next to me and (laughs) (laughs) like all right, Dick. <laughs> I put you up at the local uh, 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 <laughs> salvation the guard. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> I Don't worry. Leaning towards the princess, but that's fine. The, the the food's included. It's the soup kitchen, so you're totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, miss you. Can't wait to see you. Miss you too. Can't wait to see you either. Uh, well, thanks, Wasp fans and fam, for listening to this episode. At Waves of Sound Pod, all the social medias, wavesofsoundpod.com. You know what to do. I have. I wish I knew your handle by heart, but you got that goddamn like all consonants thing, and I never know how to say it. It's a first and middle name without the vowels, Christopher Edward. So go find him if you can. Why would you? Figure that out. Yeah, why would you? Don't do that. Just, That's a mistake. Just, just at Waves of Sound Pod. Subs, subs, wasp for us <laughs> yeah, thumbs sub, if you like it subs, subs if you loved it <laughs> uh yes yeah, so yes uh thanks again for listening this is collapser by caspian off their latest album on circles christopher lance 
Love you, buddy. Love you too, man. Until next time.